Well, welcome back, watch people. Thanks for visiting. And before we go any further, please don't forget to subscribe to my channel at the very least. That would really help me out. Um, and if you feel you can, if you feel you're able to, um, I've set up a Patreon page because without um, my Patreons, these videos would not be possible. So thanks very much for that. Um, now, I did used to make lots and lots of videos on YouTube. If you haven't seen my channel before, if you haven't seen any of my older videos, for some reason, I had a mad fit one day a couple of years ago and just deleted them all. Um, but luckily enough, I've found quite a lot of the old videos which uh, on an old computer, which I'm now currently in the process of um, editing once again. And slowly but surely, I'll start to reload um, them uh, up on YouTube so that you can see some of my older videos as well, which were very popular. Um, a lot of them will go on sort of YouTube just so that everyone can see them. Um, some of the juicier stuff will be available to my Patreons only, but uh, we'll see how that goes. But for now, today's video is called uh, Where Have All The Discounts Gone? Now, we are here in June 2019. You can tell it's summer here in England because the rain is warm. Um, we are in a situation where virtually right across the Rolex board, um, at least all the discounts have dried up, or pretty much all of them. Um, now, quite unbelievably, when I look back now, um, we don't know how good we had it back in sort of 2013, 14, and 15, uh, and certainly perhaps early part of 2016, where we were able to buy Rolex watches at a considerable discount. Now, where did these watches come from? Um, because this kind of links into another video that I've done um, about discounts and authorised dealers and my personal issues with the authorised dealership network um, and their policies, particularly in the United Kingdom. But what, what I want to speak about today is these discounts that we used to get and where indeed have they gone? Why are they no longer available? Um, and I'll be looking forward to your comments below in, in the comment section. I won't be able to answer any of those questions, I'm afraid, because that's just too time-consuming. Um, but it'll be interesting to read them at least. I, I read all the comments. I just can't reply to them. Sorry about that. Okay, so let me give you an example. So back in 2014 in particular, I think probably the height of the discount era for me at least as a, as a, a former watch dealer, um, I used to have various and numerous representatives visit my shop um, with holders full of Rolex watches, all brand new, unworn, factory sealed. And these models would range from your sort of straightforward um, datejusts right up to gold submariners, gold daytoners, um, you name it, it, they were pretty much on offer. Where did they come from? Well, they would never confirm it or admit to it, but I firmly believe uh, and have no reason to disbelieve that the vast majority of these um, dealers were representatives from authorised dealerships um, across Europe, mainly from countries where the economies weren't so strong and at the time were perhaps struggling um, quite significantly countries such as Italy, um, Greece, Portugal. Um, sorry if you're from that country, no offence meant whatsoever, but the economy back then, particularly I think in Greece, was, was struggling 
and the authorized dealers were unquestionably having trouble fulfilling their targets they could not fulfill their targets and um, you know as an authorized dealer it's your job to make sure that you meet your targets if you don't meet the targets eventually you're potentially going to lose your authorized dealership status so it was vital for them to keep a turnover to keep their stock moving um, they had to turn their watches over and if the general public weren't buying enough if the general public weren't fulfilling um, the purchase criteria they would have to move their stock and they would have to move it quite regularly and quite quickly and that is where dealers like myself would be very useful to them I remember once having a private conversation with a representative from a blue chip watch brand it wasn't Rolex and to be fair to the guy I'm not going to tell you which brand it was but it's a very 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 well-known high-end watch brand and we were talking about the grey market and he said that uh, publicly the authorised dealers will always um, slate the grey market and will always tell the buying public out there to stay well clear of the grey market. Well, of course they, they're going to do that. But privately, um, they admit that they need the grey market and the grey market actually keeps a lot of authorised dealers in business. So I believe these guys were representatives from... Um, struggling authorized dealerships across Europe and they would walk into my shop and they would have two or three holdalls full of, of unworn Rolex watches technically they would be classed as pre-owned because the warranty cards would be dated um, no name usually on the warranty card sometimes there would be um, uh, the names were probably fictitious so I don't know how the authorized dealership dealt with that I don't know um, but quite often the cards were dated um, but there would quite often be no name on the card either. And they would offer me discounts anywhere from between 10% to 30% on these watches. 30% would usually be the date just, etc. Uh, and 10% would be, believe it or not, sports models. They, um, not Daytonas, sorry. Um, Submariners, 10%. Steel and gold subs, 10%. Even Hulks, 116610 LVs, 10%. BLNRs, 10%. Unbelievable. I remember a dealer coming into my shop one day from Italy and he had two uh, BLNRs, GMTs, in his bag um, and offered me them both uh, a 10% discount if I bought the pair. Um, crazy. I mean, that, um, that sort of scenario these days is unthinkable. Now, what's changed? Why has it become unthinkable to be getting these discounts? In fact, today you can't even get the watches, let alone the discounts. Well, you've got to, you know, put your hands up and congratulate the Rolex marketing department because they are, without doubt, the very, very best in the business. They market their brand with unbelievable professionalism, with supreme and superb expertise. They are the world's watch masters as far as marketing is concerned. Um, so quite what they've done, you can only surmise because you don't get any official information out from Rolex. They're not going to tell you um, how they do it and why they do it and what they're doing. But you would think that production has been slowed down. Certainly supply has been slowed down of a great many models. Some of the watches that we used to get a discount on, as I just said, you can't even get today, let alone get with a discount. So supply has got to have slowed down. 
gone are the days when you can walk past your authorised dealer and see a Submariner in the window um, or a GMT. You just don't see it anymore. Occasionally, you might find a, a sea dweller, a deep sea sea dweller, um, but that's usually in the window for like 24 hours. Um, and the dealers actually do that deliberately, even though they may have a waiting list for that watch. They'll put it in the window just for 24 hours. Um, and when you go in and, and inquire about it, they say, oh, I'm sorry, I've just taken a deposit on it. The watch is never for sale in the first place, but it's there. On the very rare occasion, you might pick up a Sea Dweller. Um, you'll pick up a Yacht Master, perhaps. Uh, but in general, the sports watches, forget it. They're not going to... They're not going to be in the shop window. And I'll do another video about what is a shop window watch. I've done that before, but we'll do it again. A fresh one for 2019. So one can only really surmise that um, the shortage of watches is strictly down to the supply from Rolex in Geneva to the authorised dealerships. There is really no logical explanation apart from that because obviously the authorized dealers uh, around the world they want these watches because they can make money they've got clients waiting for these watches they've got customers wanting to put their money across the desk so the authorized dealers aren't to be blamed they want the watches just as much as the public wants them but rolex being the superb clever marketing brand company that they are are deliberately strangling they must be deliberately strangling the supply of these watches to boost their brand and i mean ultimately what is their their aim i mean why if you look at it from a business perspective if you as a businessman and you had you know hundreds of thousands of customers out there wanting to buy your project you would think that you would up production or up supply at least i don't think this is a production problem i really don't um i've, I've heard this said that uh, rolex can't produce the quantities required I don't believe that for one minute. I don't believe that for one minute. Uh, if, if anyone has ever looked into the Rolex production process and their facilities, they could produce, in my opinion, whatever they wanted. So it's not a production issue. This is a, a deliberate supply stranglehold. It has to be. Um, as a businessman, why would you deliberately strangle your supply out there to the general public well it's um it's a marketing strategy isn't it it's a very clever marketing strategy that i couldn't pick or pull apart because rolex are the best whether you agree with it or whether you don't they're masters they're past masters they're they're masters of the art of marketing and no one can really fault their history because they've always got it right and even on the odd occasion when you could argue that they've got it wrong they managed to put it right if you're in marketing, maybe maybe you can leave a comment. If you are a marketing guru, maybe you can make a suggestion. Maybe you can tell us why you think Rolex deliberately um, strangle the uh, supply to the authorised dealers. Which kind of brings me on to uh, uh, another uh, subject that we've kind of already covered. I don't want to make this video too long. I'm going to sort of get it up to about 15 minutes and, and call it a day on this video. Um, but uh, I spoke the other day about uh, authorised dealerships supplying their preferred clients, their preferred client list. Um, I think I mentioned it in an earlier video. I was in Las Vegas earlier this year. Um, I went into a very big authorised dealership in Vegas 
and was told that they had no sports, still sports models whatsoever. Um, but after a sort of long conversation, I was told that if I was to spend a hundred grand, um, I could have a Daytona that afternoon. So the watches um, are often there, um, but they are being held for preferred clients. Now, we talk about the grey market again. Where do these Rolex authorised dealers who are withholding cards, etc., etc., where do they think that these preferred clients, or what do they think these preferred clients are doing with a lot of these watches? Well, we know exactly what they're doing because that is where dealers will get their watches today. These preferred clients are buying maybe two, three, four, six Daytonas in one year because they're on so many preferred client lists. They've spent so much more money and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? The more you spend, the higher up the preferred um, list you move. Now, I disagree with that strongly because it is precisely these people who are supplying the grey market. It is them. It is they who are preventing the genuine, honest Rolex collector or purchaser who wants to go out, wants to put their name on a list, doesn't mind waiting a year for uh, his chosen watch but when he's told that it's two three five ten years or never i don't believe that's doing the brand um any good i think rolex could potentially be losing collectors losing losing aficionados losing interest from a lot of the public who would otherwise go and buy a rolex they're moving on to other brands because they simply can't get the watches without going to the grey market. And who is feeding the grey market? The very same preferred clients who Rolex dealers insist on serving time and time and time again over and above you. Um, and I'll leave you with simple proof of that is that um, my best suppliers when I was active as a watch dealer, my very best suppliers were quite a large number of associates, friends, business acquaintances, who were nothing more really than preferred clients um, at different authorised Rolex dealerships across Europe um, and who would come to me and say, Paul, I've just got my third Batman um, this year. Uh, I've got this spare. I've got two spare. Do you want to buy them? These were, these were watches that weren't being sold to genuine buyers or genuine collectors. These were being sold to people with money. Um, and that's a simple fact. That's what it is. So hope you found this video interesting. Um, as with all the topics these days, I'm going to keep the videos shorter. Um, hope you enjoyed watching. As I said, please don't forget to subscribe. Um, if you can see fit and if you're able, please support my work over at Patreon. Um, hopefully I want to build this channel into the biggest, the best, the most informative watch channel in the world. Um, it's not going to be polished like some of the videos that you see. This is real life, real world. I'm a real person. Um, I give it to you as honestly as I possibly can. Can't always guarantee that I'll be right, but what I can always guarantee you is that I'm giving you my honest opinion um, from a perspective that's proven right for me after the best part of 40 years in the business. Thanks for watching, and we'll speak again soon.